we are approaching World AIDS Day on the 1st of December, and we are delighted to be joined by Southern Trust GUM and HIV consultant, Dr. Stephen McGarity. Stephen has been involved in the development of sexual health services in the Southern Trust, specifically the new HIV service, which was launched earlier this year. Today, Stephen is going to tell us a little bit more about the HIV service and how to access it. Stephen, can you tell us about World AIDS Day and its significance in relation to HIV? Yeah, certainly. So World AIDS Day was founded in 1998. It was an opportunity for people worldwide to unite in the fight against HIV, to show support for people living with HIV, and also to remember people who have died from AIDS or AIDS-related illnesses. It's important um, because it reminds the public and the government that HIV is still around, it hasn't gone away, and there's still a need to raise money and increase awareness um, to help fight stigma and improve education as well. It's a really good opportunity as well that we can use to promote HIV testing, talk about HIV in regard to the modern treatments we have and, and the good outcomes and to help reduce the stigma that is unfortunately associated with the condition. Can you give us some context on HIV prevalence here in Northern Ireland? Yeah, so there's about 1,200 people living with HIV in Northern Ireland. Um, the most recent data we have is from the 2020 report, which was focused on 2019 um, data. And in that year, there was 52 new HIV diagnoses. Sexual transmission um, would be the main the main mode of transmission. And we do have a small number of patients in Northern Ireland who acquire HIV through um, injecting drugs. Um, this, unfortunately, is increasing. Um, and we're seeing that a little bit more in urbanised areas. Of people who are HIV positive, everyone, so 100% of people have access to antiretroviral therapy. And of those on treatment or antiretroviral therapy, 97% have an undetectable viral load. We see about 25, so it's about a quarter of you know, new HIV diagnosis occurring in gay and bisexual men, and 52% in heterosexual people in 2019. And this was the first time that heterosexual transmission was higher than, than that in gay and bisexual men in the past 10 years. There's also an increase in HIV tests in the Northern Ireland as well, which is good to see. Um, so there were nearly 70,000 HIV tests carried out in Northern Ireland in 2019. This was probably affected by COVID more recently. So this year we'll probably see slightly less, but hopefully that will pick up again and continue to increase in the years, um, the years going forward. Stephen, could you give us a little bit of background to HIV care and how services have developed across Northern Ireland? So HIV care was usually um, regionally provided by the Belfast Health and Social Care Trust. So anyone in Northern Ireland who was living with HIV and needed treatment would attend Belfast for care. So that meant people had to travel sometimes quite long distances and take time off work for that. And and um, so so the sort of direction of commission and HIV services changed slightly, and we're we're starting to deregionalise care a little bit as well. So. Um, we now have several clinics running across Northern Ireland. Um, so there's the Belfast Trust one, which I mentioned, the Southeastern Trust and Western Trust of Clinics. And then we've recently launched the new HIV clinic here in the Southern Trust as well. So this means people can access their care closer to home. Um, when people are stable on treatment as well, they usually only come to the clinic every six months. And very few people ever need to be in hospital with HIV um, as an inpatient. But if they do, they usually go to the regional centre in Belfast. What happens when you receive a positive diagnosis of HIV? Yeah, so you're referred up to our team in the HIV clinic. So um, we're we're part of the GUM clinic. So the sexual health clinic and the HIV clinic are are all all one are all one service. Um, so you come up to our clinic um, and see us. And you, the point of coming to our clinic is that you have access to appropriate treatment and support. And um, being diagnosed with HIV can be pretty challenging, especially at the start. 
So we have, you know, lots of information to give patients. We have health advisors um, who can take time to give patients the support that they need. We have access to psychology and social work as well. Um, it's a good opportunity for patients to come and get more blood tests done in relation to their HIV so that we can select the correct treatment for them um, and get that initiated as soon as the, the patient's ready to start treatment. Um, there's also important aspects of their care to think about as well, like STI testing and partner notification. Um, but that's something which we which we take care of in the HIV clinic and work with the patient on. Can you tell me about what the HIV service does and what support is available there? Yeah, so the service is for obviously for patients living with HIV, and these are either newly diagnosed people um, or people who are transferring care. So maybe they live in different countries or different parts of the UK or Ireland and move to the Southern Trust so um, I want to engage with our clinic. And um, like I mentioned, it is part of the GUM service. It's the same sort of team of doctors and nurses um, and other staff that will treat patients. It's a confidential service, um, so we do keep your 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 personal information confidential. Um, but we do link in with your GP and other healthcare professionals um, as we need to, with your consent, to ensure that your care is, is safe as well. Um, so you have access to a wider range of support as well. So in terms of medical, medical support and treatment, but also things to help with support and well-being, um, such as psychologists, health advisors, social workers. We have access to a pharmacy team um, and we have access to psychiatry as well if that's um, if that's ever required. There's also links with support groups, so groups like Positive Life or the Rainbow Project over there, which can provide support as well for patients. Um, and then we do give people some advice and support whenever they maybe do have to tell a partner about HIV and to discuss partner notification in a way where it's it's supportive for the patient and those involved. How can you access the service? So um, majority of our patients will will be referred in following a positive result. So that might be from their GP or from uh, another hospital doctor. And um, patients can also self-refer to our service as well. So if they're moving to Northern Ireland and, and want to engage in care with us, then they can ring the service and, and call the gum clinic and get themselves an appointment. Although there is no cure for HIV, the treatment available has been a real game changer. The treatments available allow people living with HIV to live well with a similar life expectancy to people who are not HIV positive. Yeah, that's correct. So the treatment for HIV has um, has really modernised and came along over the years. And um, we now have many antiretroviral agents which are active against HIV and and are easy to take um, with few side effects. Fortunately, there's no cure for HIV. It is a long term condition, um, and you do have to attend the clinic regularly. And that might only be every six to 12 months, but you do need to take your tablets for the HIV to remain under control. So it's treated with antiretroviral medication. So these are tablets or medications that stop the virus replicating or reproducing in the body. The aim of treatment is to make the virus level very low and very close to zero in the body. And that allows the immune system to repair itself and recover if need be, and keep your immune system strong and well then when you're on treatment. And this prevents you getting any HIV related illnesses. Um, treatment is very easy to take. It's often a single tablet regimen these days. So sometimes you're treated with two or three different agents, but they're combined into one single tablet. Um, so one tablet once a day, which is, is generally easy to take. Like I said, the more modern agents that we use at, at the moment have very few side effects. These tablets are all dispensed from the hospital pharmacy rather than the community pharmacy. Um, and one of the huge benefits of being on HIV treatment is that you do get an undetectable viral load. So this means that there's like I said, very low levels of virus present in your blood. This means that you can't pass the HIV on at that stage, and that's even through sex without a condom. 
you also can't pass HIV on to a baby in the womb or any other way. Um, so this whole idea is known as U equals U, which means undetectable equals untransmissible. And this is based on a, a large body of research um, that includes the partner study. Um, and this followed patients up in relationships where someone was HIV positive and on treatment with an undetectable viral load and the other person was HIV negative. After thousands of episodes of sex and many years of follow-up, we didn't see any linked transmissions of HIV. So that's that's um, one of the big advantages of modern treatment and a really good aspect of, of, of care that makes a huge difference to the quality of life of someone living with HIV. Is there a benefit of being diagnosed with HIV at an early stage? Yes, absolutely. Diagnosing HIV early improves patient outcomes. It reduces chance of death or ill health. And with unfortunately, with advanced on treated infections, so this is people who have had HIV a long time without getting access to any treatment, um, they are more likely to have infections or, or AIDS or HIV defining illnesses. And these are infections that are not normally seen in people with good immune systems. In Northern Ireland, we do see a late diagnosis rate of over 40%. So that means about four in 10 patients are diagnosed with HIV at a late or more advanced stage. Unfortunately, they are sometimes more often likely to end up in hospital um, at some time around their diagnosis. But thankfully, we have a full, fully effective treatment for HIV and people here, even people who are diagnosed later can still recover their immune system really well, um, up to normal, if not very close to normal levels and live long and healthy lives. The best case scenario with HIV is that you pick it up early though and you get on treatment quickly um, because that avoids the risk of any ill health. It also means that if we pick it up earlier, you're started on treatment sooner, which means that you're, you have a less, less of an infectious period where you could transmit HIV to other people. Do people always have symptoms with a HIV infection? So not always. Um, and that's why we, we always tell people to come forward for, for testing regularly, especially if you think you're at higher risk. Um, only about a third of patients will report what's known as a seroconversion illness. And this is like a severe flu-like illness that people might get whenever they first acquire HIV. So a third of people might get that and it might just be put down as a as a flu or glandular fever or something like that. Um, and unfortunately, they would always come forward for testing. Um, but like I said, two thirds of people don't have anything at all. So they don't actually know that they, they've acquired the virus. Um, HIV or people with HIV can have a long period of time then with no symptoms, sometimes over five years before there's any problems with their health at all. There can sometimes be subtle illnesses though, um, which should or could indicate and and prompt the need for an HIV test. For example, there could be abnormalities in someone's platelet levels on their bloods. They could maybe be getting shingles or thrush. All of these things um, should prompt a clinician to test someone for HIV, or if you have any of these things, come forward and get a test done. How would someone access a test for HIV? Yeah, so there's loads of ways to test. Um, getting tested for HIV is very easy. So of course you can attend your local gum clinic. This is a fully confidential service. Your GP doesn't be informed of your attendance. Um, and you can you can be referred to us by your GP, but you can also self-refer. So you just pick up the phone and give us a call and we can make an appointment for a test to be done. Um, in Northern Ireland, we have the SH24 service, and this is an online postal testing service as well. So you can log on to a website, www.sh24.org.uk, and put in your name and address, and you get a discrete um, HIV and STI testing kit sent out to your house. Um, you can also ask your GP or any hospital doctor to test you for HIV. Um, you can attend voluntary or third sector organizations such as Rainbow. Um, so the Rainbow Project are positive life and, and they often offer finger prick tests um, as well without an appointment. Or you can buy your own test online or you can test at a private gum or sexual health clinic as well.
if any clinicians are listening and it is important to know that um, if any patient requests an HIV test or you think they have a demographic or clinical indicator for HIV, then do do, do your HIV test on them. Um, verbal consent is all that's needed and it's a yellow top bottle that goes to the virus lab in Belfast. There's really clear guidelines for who should be tested for HIV as well. So NICE and BEVA are both organisations who have stated clearly the clinical indicators and other factors that should prompt clinicians to send HIV tests. And if there's any doubt, just refer the patient up to the gum service for testing. What about people who think they have been recently in contact with HIV infection? Yeah, so should you think you've been in contact with HIV, then please contact the gum clinic urgently to discuss this. Um, so if you've potentially been in contact within 72 hours, there's a medication called PEP, so post-exposure prophylaxis, which is available. Um, you want to get this on board as soon as possible, and this would prevent you getting HIV should you have been exposed to it. So the gum clinic will give this to you. If it's outside of normal opening hours, then please attend the emergency department um, or phone them first if that system's in place um, to ask about PEP. If you're at ongoing risk of HIV infection, um, then PrEP is something to consider. So this stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. And this is given out usually for people who are at sexual risk of HIV or if they're with a partner who's HIV positive and not yet established in treatment. So again, if you think you need PrEP or PEP, please give the gum clinic a, a call on the Southern Trust and we'll give you more information on that. So Stephen, as we approach the end of our podcast, have you got any final words you'd like to leave us with this World AIDS Day? I'm hoping that World AIDS Day 2021 will be utilised as a good opportunity to raise awareness of HIV, so to encourage people to know their status and to test whatever way they feel more, most comfortable with. It's a really good opportunity to encourage clinicians as well within, you know, within the trust to offer tests to patients um, and do speak to to our team and GUM if you're in any doubt of when or how to send an HIV test. It's also really important to promote HIV prevention options such as PrEP um, and that patients know that they can self-refer themselves up to the GUM clinic for this at any time. So if you do need to contact the GUM, GUM clinic, you can get us on 0287-562080. It's been 40 years since the first cases of HIV-related illness and death were reported. This World AIDS Day is the perfect time to recognise how far we have come and to continue to raise awareness. If you would like further information, please get in touch with the Southern Trust Sexual Health Team on 028-375-64465. Thanks so much for your time today, Stephen. Thank you.